Welcome to the Energy Fitness Podcast. Today we have the great pleasure of talking to Jen Lucas of, y- of Yang and Yen Health in Cansburg, Pennsylvania. Jen is a sound healer and she seems to be a very good one at that. <laughs> She's worked with both Caitlin and I and has done wonderful things. We might talk about that later. So she guides clients through a magical and meditative healing session in her studio and at Nemecon Woodlands Resort. And she uses sound as her driver for healing. So thank you for joining us today, Jen. Thank Yay! you for having me. And being Jen. the first. Yes, she's our first podcast. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no, no pressure at all. Just, <laughs> just literally tell us what you know. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But Jen is also going to be leading a yoga open and restore on the 29th here at the studio. So if you're not signed up for that yet, make sure that you do. She'll be using her harmonic instruments to secure and lock in your healing. So we're pretty excited about that. So you want to start with the easiest question? Sure. What is a sound healer? Yes. <laughs> yes. Define that. A sound healer. So um, I'm going to preface that by saying, please, if you go searching for one, make sure they are certified. Mm. As this year goes on and as, you know, spirituality breaks into more people's realms, um, and I see it even now, people purchase a crystal bowl or two and call themselves a sound healer. So there is a lot of science behind it, and I know people throw that term around, but Mm -hmm. this is real science, real data. It's an ancient practice. Um, And there are specific techniques and frequencies that are used to, um, you know, do certain releasing or uh, help with uh, specific ailments, physical, mental, emotional, all those things. So... So could someone hurt you, like someone who wasn't qualified? So to I do don't think there's like serious harm that could be done, yeah. but you know we all work to release things mm-hmm. and heal certain things. I feel like if somebody doesn't know the specific techniques or how to use their intuition, then they could almost like bring these things back into your oh, fields right. or. Um, Good point. I, I don't. I really don't think that there's like serious physical harm that could happen. Like they couldn't disharmonize you too much. Could disharmonize hopefully. too much. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that's what the frequencies do. Um, our bodies are like an orchestra. So you know, when everything's in perfect harmony, we feel great, physically, mentally um, strong. Um, but if something's out of rhythm, that uh, could go as far as our muscles, organs, bones, cells. One thing is not vibrating as it should that's when we in- encounter you know certain ailments so again, it's a scary thought it makes a lot of <laughs> sense though it makes yeah. so sideline thought because i just had this music that you listen to in your car does that matter will that throw anything off like if you threw if we're listening to like a weird beat pop song or does that go deeper than the words it's, it's both Oh man, so that there almost are, there feels are f- like conspiracy on like the That's devil music and say. stuff. Yeah, and, and I, I won't throw no, my no, own opinions in there. I was just curious, but like the there, bass or there are frequencies that are harmful. Okay, um, and I think some music is tuned to that on purpose. Okay, and as you know, words are like yeah. spells. Yeah, they're like yes, so, yes, yes, yes. You know, we teach can, our little ones that all the time. For sure. There are certain mm-hmm. like in subliminal things I think they put into music too. I gave me chills. Yeah, I yeah. was curious about that. I'm like, so like even like just in my vehicle, like some days like I will turn the bass up higher and I wonder if it's maybe like my body is craving that 
mimic of a drum for some sure. reason, right? Like I'll leave a super hardcore bar class and I will get in the vehicle and I'll drive home and I just crave that right. feeling in my body. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then there's other days where I'm totally fine with listening to like what? Like gospel music yeah. in the vehicle. <laughs> and you go from this like 90 you know like and they're totally different vibrations and sounds so yes. I, I was actually just talking to Trent about that I'm like yeah. it's is it because my body craves that beat for some reason sure yeah. okay yeah, yeah there Could we go be. absolutely <laughs> so <laughs> how do you heal with sounds then how do you reharmonize? so um again there are different frequencies for different things um there's again science behind each so um and the one uh, technique that I do, it's using tuning forks only. It's called the Alexander Method of Vibrational Sound and Energy. So I use only tuning forks, and uh, the tuning forks that we use are tuned to the Solveggio frequencies, which is a whole other yeah, what's that? topic. <laughs> so um, Solveggio frequencies, and I have a list here, which I know people can't see, but um, for each frequency, it uh, targets a specific thing. Like, for example, 528 has been known to repair DNA. Oh, wow. um, 432, which is another pretty um, popular one. Are, are those like it's hertz? Like a, or? Hertz. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So that's like the miracle tone of nature, they call. And these are nature's frequencies. Um, and it goes in a whole pattern, 396, and my tuning fork goes all the way up to 963 which is the god frequency and that's oh. the one that we that corresponds to the crown oh, wow. so it's like connects you with your higher self are there anything in nature that that resonate like that all like of, yes so the solveggio frequencies all resonate with nat- like natural 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 tones um they've been hidden from us they were used centuries ago by um monks they would sing these gregorian yeah. chants and it would bring them to these higher states of consciousness. Have, I'm sure you've heard this, but like we were listening to a podcast with that Matias De Stefano. De, De oh, Stefano. Yes. Yeah, have he's you heard the, it? The guy. It, and he talks about the uh, them using sound to move rocks and yes. cut stones and things. So that wow. they say that's how they built the pyramids too. Yeah, that's wild. Is to, to make it uh, yeah. levitate. Nothing is beyond belief to me. Yeah. And like, point. yeah, seriously, like, or even like. Um, they always talk about how water's cleansing to feel, but literally probably just to hear it, right? Like if a rush of a waterfall. Yeah, where, do, do, where does that fit? Yeah, like on the, so like water is a conductor of energy. And also because we're made of water, it helps the frequencies travel more oh. in our bodies. That's why I tell people, make sure you're, you're very hydrated. Yeah. Limit caffeine when you're coming in because you want to be as hydrated as possible in your cells because that'll really just help the sound yeah, travel. That, that makes yeah. a lot. Of, yeah, right. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense though. So before you would go in to prep for your sound healing, um, obviously find someone that's certified and educated. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, once you would get there, maybe like the night before, you would start really hydrating, probably mineralizing um, your water and. Um, making sure that your body is in tune to either release and also accept um, because it needs to flow through your body's rhythm mm-hmm. and your, the water in your body is the transferring method of right. it, the frequencies. For sure. Wild. And, and whatever you need or whatever you're ready for to release, that's what will happen. Um, okay. You know, I, I, I'm there to guide and like 
move what I can, but whatever shows up is what you're personally ready to release. That's why it's like not a one size fits all. I can't tell people this is what it's going to do for you because I don't know till you're in there. Um, and sometimes like I, I do a combination is, you know, using what I know and the correct frequencies, but also very much using my intuition. Right. Yeah, so what, what guides you? What, how do you know when someone comes in and you start working with them, like what instrument or tones or frequencies to work with? How, so how do you get that information? I came up with a sequence for my... So I offer a few different uh, sessions. One is the tuning fork modality, the Alexander method. Um, I do another one. It's an individual session, um, which Trenton did, using a variety of instruments. And I kind of just tweaked that from what I started with, mm -hmm. just literally, like seeing people, seeing what happened, listening, and just really just tweak that into this sequence. Um, and something I want to talk to you guys about is this research that I've done with uh, a professor at Pitt. He is a professor of psychiatry. Mm -hmm. So he comes in and brought a participant. We put on like the brain scan caps and tested her heart rate and all this stuff. And what I found from it is that exactly what I intended that session to do, that sequence, okay, let's start with this instrument, move here, move there, move there. It does exactly what I intended it to do. Oh, that's so cool. Wait, so, so you, okay, just to, just to re-say that. Jen herself has done this study. <laughs> this is not like a, a Google study that she picked up. This is Jen. She took her instruments, found this woman, and had a professor from Pitt join her and hook her up and study her body's response to these tuning forks. And she is saying that exactly what Jen sees in her mind and uses her intuition to lead her and what she is using her intention to do, the recording was exactly as her intention wanted and expected of herself to do. Yes. That's wild. Yeah. Like, take that in. Okay, so as she goes in um, to her report, um, yeah, just keep in mind that Jen did this. And yes, this, this is, is my science. own research. Yes. I, I'm big on, yes. you know, there's tons of science out there. You could go look in the research, but this is my own. Firsthand. This first is firsthand. Hand. I, yeah. So okay. the way I start out the session um, is very much individualized. So, you know, Trenton came in. He talked to me about what he had going on, mm -hmm. and so you know I kind of um, came up with a real quick plan of what you know protocol tuning forks I would use, and I play the Tibetan bowls um, as like a vibrational massage. And um, the tuning forks in the beginning, sometimes I just get led, you know, and the tuning forks you put them on your at the ears, and then there's another tuning forks that you put on the body. Okay. So the ones that I put on the body, I usually am just kind of led where to where to place them, mm -hmm. um, and it seems to work very well. Um, yeah. As a side note, uh, I went in with some lower back pain and some shoulder pain, and I didn't tell Jen about the shoulder pain because oh, it wasn't throat. that bad. You had yeah, a sore and throat. I had a sore throat. Yeah, and you're right. And had a sore throat. Yeah. And uh, and the next morning, I woke up, and all three of those things felt better for one my throat didn't hurt anymore the shoulder pain I didn't even tell her about um was gone entirely and my lower back also felt a lot better too so I have so. to say this is funny you he did reach out and say you know I didn't tell you about the shoulder pain but I was 
yeah. guided right to his shoulder. And I was laughing. I'm like, I think he was testing me. <laughs> I think he didn't tell me that on purpose. Oh, so she read oh, that's that you funny. didn't yeah. tell her that's on funny. purpose because you wanted to see. <laughs> I, and what I wasn't either. I wasn't. Uh, I was just laughing. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I just, like, yes. I love it. I felt like giving you the whole list. Like, yeah, my throat, my back, my shoulder. Like, I thought it was too much. So I was like, well, my throat is really like, bugging I'm me. I'm just so. really messed up. Yes, yeah. me. <laughs> so, like, kind of in that realm, I wanted to show you guys this. And I know people can't see it, but it's a thermal imagery of the person that came in when we did the experiment. And so she's laying on her stomach and she came in complaining of neck pain. She's a dancer and mm, okay. had some neck pain going on. So as you can see, this is before the session. Um, her neck and like top shoulder area was very lit up. Um, but after it was even more lit up in this area right here where it wasn't lit up before, that's her actual neck. Oh. And so it's a bright, white light lit up uh, and when i asked the question to the scientist he said you know we don't have science to prove this but because it's a white light there's more heat in that area right now and what that could be is you know unblocking the energy yeah definitely releasing the chi you know yeah. and now you know that energy is more pro prevalent in her neck so Again, he says there's no science behind it, but, but there's clearly, clearly, um, there's something, clearly happened. Yeah, something happened. Something happened. I don't know this what. This is but. really wild. Like, um, her body in the beginning is mostly red and orange, just a little bit yellow on her upper back and white in between her shoulder blades. Her neck is not even visible. I can't even tell mm -hmm. until the second picture where it is straight up white and golden around there after you're tuning, yeah. right? Um, she had a full release. You could clearly tell she had a full giant. I could see her neck. I couldn't yeah. see her neck before. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. How long of a session was it? It was the it? hour. It was, was the, the same thing that you did. Oh, okay. So um, just in 60 minutes, you're able to give that person relief in their body. Yes. Yeah, and for the listeners, all you have to do is lay there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all it. you have to do is lay there. Mm -hmm. um, and so this graph, again, I'm sorry if you can't see it, but... Uh, the goal of sound healing is to get people into the theta brainwave state. Mm. So with the cap that she had on, a lot of it was um, collecting data on her brainwave states. And he broke it down into the instruments that I used. And what we found in this data, so we want to be in the theta brainwave state because that's when our bodies are, um, it's in, what do they say? It's like reduce consciousness, you're like in a deep meditation, everything is, and I don't want to say shut down, because it's not shut down, but your body is just let go of everything so that it could start to heal itself. Okay. And with these extra frequencies bombarding, you know, the areas that it needs to, it's just even more powerful. So um, these show the different brainwaves in, in theta. And so what I like to do is, you know, kind of gradually take you on this journey, getting you into a theta brainwave state. This is where I'm playing the crystal bowls, which wow. really not, kind of got her way down. Yeah. And then gradually kind of wow. bringing you back out of it. Um, so what we found was the highest theta was actually in between, in the silence, in the pauses. Oh. And it's, I've read this before. There's a great book. Um, by Jonathan Goldman, it's called The Seven Secrets of Sound Healing. Very easy read if anybody's ever interested. 
Um, it's just very, gives you a good overview. Um, and he says, silence is golden. And when I first started, you know, I would kind of panic when I was mm -hmm. in between, like, I can't stop. I need yeah. to keep sound going, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And now, and then I, I gradually was like, oh, it's fine. You mm -hmm. know, yeah. you know, they say it's good. The silence is important. And now I know that people are in the highest state of brainwave state in between the instruments in the silence because it allows your brain to really just kind of process what's wow. going on. Um, and then the second highest was the crystal bowls because that really just gets you into that nice theta um, because there's so many different frequencies. And I do that on, on purpose because I'm figuring no matter what you need is gonna find you, right? Yeah. Because like, there's uh -huh. so many different frequencies mm -hmm. I'm playing and the combinations, um, again, this is another reason why it's very important for somebody to know what they're doing is because um, the different combinations and things creates intervals based on the musical scale and that's important to understand. Yeah, for sure, it's, it is so wild. Like looking at her graph, like the crystal bowls very significantly very um, drop you down into that theta trance um and then yeah like in between like you said the silence that's so crazy because i could imagine um if i was sample healing and uh, which i'm not certified or ever done but if i picture myself doing it i would probably in the pauses almost feel awkward or yeah. wonder if they felt awkward yeah. like do they is their mind wandering here are mm -hmm. they wondering what i'm gonna bring out next like you know like all of us Yep. that doesn't need to be there. We'll come through and I'll be like, oh, I need to hurry up and get to the next because I want it to be fluid. Yes. Um, and so, but this validates and shows that that is a misconception yep. that we need that break in between those so that our brain can dive down and not listen for a second and just be empty. And process, yep. yeah. Is yeah. that okay. theta wave state, is that a point that you hit during sleep at any time? Mm -hmm. Is that one of them? <laughs> so um, I think at some point you may, and then delta is yeah, the, deep the deep dreamless okay, yeah. sleep. Mm. I have to look at this because I always forget the other names. Like theta, <laughs> I know, <laughs> Yeah. the other ones, um, and then alpha is when you're like mentally re and physically relaxed. Yeah, so, yeah you know, we probably have some yoga. radio stations that do that we listen to like the alpha wave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. it'll set you up for a good meditation. I'm but. sure. Quick question. Just because I've been doing this on Spotify, because I've been getting like more into the sound healing, I guess like using it on myself, like through a phone. Um, <laughs> on Spotify, you're able to look up um, alpha brainwave states and sample healing on Spotify and just listen to it. Is that validated is that real um can someone hurt me <laughs> like, <laughs> and like use this and put it on spotify or whatever you're listening to like does that help i think it does okay um of course it's not the same as right. being yeah, no in person yeah. yeah the intention is another huge factor um and just being in the same room with the actual that frequencies yeah it's great. I mean, it's, you know, I use it too when I meditate. Like, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I need you meditate, to hear yes. something. Um, one thing I heard from somebody at some point, which really stuck with me, is, like, to be careful, especially if you're listening to this stuff while you sleep, especially, like, things on YouTube. Because, you know, this one thing might end in the middle of the night. <laughs> something else starts, and you don't know 
what? where it came from, who this person yeah. is. Are they putting subliminal stuff? Yeah, like they do kids stuff yes. on YouTube, like yeah. the weird subliminal. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. that stuff yeah. I'd be kind of cautious about, especially at sleep, because I used to do it mm-hmm. all night, and then I stopped. Like you were when like, I heard yeah, that. That point. makes sense. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, I listen to them when I meditate and stuff. Um, yeah, because I was curious. And people ta- ask a lot about recording. Um, oh, I, while you're doing it? Yeah, to record oh. um, or provide like snippets. Um, but like, wouldn't it be different every time yeah, though? It is different every thing. time. Yeah. I never yeah. ever play instruments the same. And what they yeah. need to be different. And every, yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, you would for sure. Yeah, that would almost, I feel like not pointless, like it probably relax you, but every time someone would come in and see you, it's very specific and customized. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, don't be to, a cheap ass actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, what, what your higher self or your body is ready to release will be different every time you come into that healing space. Every time, absolutely. And so you'll need to use a different instrument and connect to yourself into them in a totally different way. Absolutely. So yeah, that makes sense. We talked about this before we started recording, but like the more and more healers we talk to, for one, they say that they use themselves more as a conduit. Like you're saying, you use your intuition to guide you. Yes. But also as far as that, we were talking in the beginning about protecting your own energy. Mm. How do you do that before you go into a sound healing So I always do like a little, you know, I sit there, I have these tuning forks that I use, they're um, called pineal gateway. And so it just like kind of opens my pineal pineal gland. gland, Yeah. Mm. Um, And then I make sure I connect with the highest of high um, and just protect my space, protect even the people that come in there. Um, and I've not really had any problems, knock on wood. Yeah. Um, I'm constantly cleaning the space as we've discussed yeah. before. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes we forget to, to protect ourselves, but every time before any session, I'm, I always do that. It's like my, my little routine beforehand. Yeah. Do you have like something in particular that you say, or is it just however you feel that day? Just yeah, just however has. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting as I've been doing this work, um, you know, I am not immune to healing. I have gone through all of it too, still going through all of it. I'm not immune to any of it. Mm-hmm. But when people come in, like I, I just turn it off. Yeah, like, like and channel. I, we say in my, in the tuning fork modality, be the bamboo. Like you oh, just are like this hollow, like you let it come yeah. through you. And that's really that's easy more, for me to do now. That's so, I've heard it described as like, be the hose. Or the yeah. piping faucet. Or the, yeah, but yeah. never bamboo. That's so I like more bamboo. Natural. Yeah, sounds yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bamboo <laughs> like sounds nice. Yeah. It sounds way better than the yeah. hose. <laughs> it sounds way more tranquil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and it's, it. it's amazing how easy that is to do now because again I mean I'm a human being I have my crap and going through it just like everybody else yeah people look at healers like they don't also live a human life like they don't go through shit yeah like you're or that you're not normal and you don't like uh, you can just handle it all yeah yeah Yeah. because you heal other people you you just magically handle shit you're like (laughs) true healers though learn to let go of that ego so I think a lot of people some people let me take that back um are still in that ego and they probably tell people, you know, that, you know, they're this enlightened and all love and light and all that. <laughs> it sounds good. It sure does, but they're full of <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, no, if, if anybody tells you that, just turn around and walk out the door, <laughs> please. Don't, don't yeah. pay them for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, that's good advice. That's like, good. 
do you have like a daily routine that you do yeah. to help yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously not daily. I try, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I like to do, um, I have this little yoga app and mm-hmm. it's like quick when I can't get to my energy class. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do my quick little yoga app and then I sit in my meditation mm-hmm. um, and then I pull two cards for the oh, day. Yes. And so, um, and then I take those cards and I sit at my computer because um, I journal a lot, but mm-hmm. I actually awesome. type because yeah. when I write, it's horrible and it hurts my hand and like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yes. I can't read it. So I, I have, um, every month I start a Google doc and I just mm-hmm. try to write, you know, daily or as often as I can. And I just write about whatever's going on. Yeah. I write about the cards that I pulled and how they could be relate, you know, relating yeah. to whatever I have going on. And, uh, that's my little ritual. Like, like your regimen, mm-hmm. yeah. like that starts you nice and fresh. Yes. Um, yeah. And you could probably feel a difference on the days you don't. Versus Absolutely. the days you do. Yeah. Oh, and I drink my green juice too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you got your own thing. Here? I make so I um, I love pineapple, mm. celery, cucumber, lemon, Ooh. and then I get these little ginger cubes because yeah. I'm too lazy to like peel the ginger. <laughs> I think you could just juice the whole thing, but I'm too lazy to do that. Um, so I put either the ginger cubes that I, if I have them or ginger powder in there. And just like that sounds delicious. It's delicious. Sounds refreshing. Yeah, it is yeah. so good. Yeah. It sounds really refreshing. And, like, even this morning, I didn't have any maids, and I just, yeah, I'm like, oh man, I gotta get all the stuff. I gotta Great make it. Juice. Yeah, when I miss a day, I just, I, I don't like that. But yeah, right, yeah, because it, it becomes your regimen. Yes. you look yeah. forward to it. Yep. Um, that sounds very cleansing. Yeah, it's kind of part of my little ceremony, right? Yeah. You know, I could do cacao. I drink matcha every day too, but that's kind of outside of my mm-hmm. little ritual that I do. But um, yeah, the green juice is part of it. So, I think that's yeah. really cool. It probably helps you helps Same. you stay fresh and clean and mm-hmm. conducive, and just the the whole thing. Yeah, because you got to be conductive as well, yeah. right? Like that's that's a good point, Trent. Because if you're not conductive and at your prime, mm-hmm. then how can you be the channel to help others and use your intuition to right. guide you? For sure. So that's what um, I was I was actually just journaling this morning, and I had this thought like. Um, self-care like we all preach it right like especially as moms like yes you're like yeah self-care self-care but it's not until you realize when you are in the line of healing work that you're like if i do not take care of myself i can i can't literally show up for anyone else Mm -hmm. and you notice that when you know for your kids or your family uh whatever work you're in but you start to notice that you're like how could i heal someone else if i'm not taking the work and looking in and taking care of i literally can't right it's like a roadblock, like someone like cut off the road. Yes. <laughs> like I, I can't. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's it's a it's a good thing to have a regimen like that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, not every morning, but probably ninety seven percent of mornings. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I shoot for for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go to the next question. Uh, we kind of covered most of the things yeah. we wanted to talk to you right there. What about um, what got you in to yes, sound healing? I'm How curious. did you? do that so um i lived in southern california Mm -hmm. for a while um 12 years and was a participant in sound healing you know everything out there starts years before it makes its way (laughs) this way you know um so i had been a participant and even when i was younger i always remember and i would tell people this all the time when i would listen to music like i don't hear lyrics i always like felt the beat i would tap my fingers to it or you know like 
and I would know the beat, but I never played a guitar or drum or anything like that, which always was weird to me because I've always like felt drawn to something, mm -hmm. but none of that, not like the, the standard, yeah. you know, playing guitar. Yeah. It was just never like something I did. Yeah. yeah. And now you play these magical instruments. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, how weird. Like, yes. <laughs> so, um, Fast forward, I moved back here. I'm born and raised here. Um, wanted my kids to grow up here. Mm -hmm. And so um, came back home and went through a lot of, I know why, I had to heal the root, right? Yeah. So yeah. went through many years of that. And um, my business, I had a product side to it. So I had a matcha product, an all-natural face cream. and But there's something missing. Mm -hmm. And it was a service. I didn't know what it was. like. So I just figured it'll come to me when it comes to yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know. And, you know, it gets frustrating because it's not coming when you want it to. <laughs> yeah. And um, one day I was kind of guided to my business Instagram page. Um, I never really would go through, go there and like scroll like crazy. Um, but something guided me there. Mm -hmm. Second post down, I think it was this woman in Amsterdam. I don't even know how I follow her. <laughs> And she's saying, I'm launching this sound healing course, like reach out. And it was just like this big light bulb went off. Like, oh man, that's it. Like, that's I can't it. believe it, but okay, let's go. I was on the phone with her the next day, signed up. And um, it was like, to say it was an amazing experience is just an understatement. Um, we were her first group of this course. It was me and I can't remember exactly, about 10 other people. They were from all around the world. I was one, mm -hmm. of, the, one of the very few people from the United States. Wow, um, that's cool. So, that's you know, cool. we would meet on Zoom. Um, we did, you know, all the, the course online, mm -hmm. but then we would meet on Zoom and just kind of like go around the room and talk yeah. and ask questions. And, and yeah. it was just like the best part of it. So this was like a, a general course she introduced us to all these different instruments taught us how to work with groups one-on-one um, -on -one, but you know it was up to us to really figure out and she called it our signature sound mm. so it was really kind of up to us all to figure it out and that was my favorite part was everybody had such different like things going on and it was just like so amazing that everybody just figured out their own like signature thing and what that was. That's I never thought cool. about that. Like but their that own makes melody. Sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. like their own frequency. Their yeah, own. whatever their their yeah. sound healing turned into. Was it part of an existing business? Was it an add-on? Was it like, you know, whatever? It's wild. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was just awesome. Mm -hmm. So when you started going through it, then like you knew, like this is oh, this yeah. is my next yeah journey, my next adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. During that, we had to do case studies. And at that time, I was having this back pain. It was like debilitating. Like at the end of the day, I would lay on a heating pad, you know, just mm -hmm. not really do much. And I knew it was energetic. Like I was doing acupuncture, I do yoga, stretching, mm -hmm. all that. And it wasn't going anywhere. There was no relief. Um, so I'm like, this is here now for a reason. So I'm gonna be my own case study. Um, and uh, one of the instruments that she introduced us to was the tuning forks. Um. So I use the tuning forks on my back for two weeks every day, and then I kind of tapered off. And after about three weeks, that pain was gone. That's Whoa. insane. And so, insane. and I felt very drawn to the tuning forks. Um, and that's like, when you were first learning. Like, that's when I was yeah. learning. That's crazy. That's so, so crazy. 
I knew that there was more to explore in that realm. Um, I ended up finding uh, the Alexander Method. And so after I finished the first course, I jumped right into that certification course um, and got my foundational and advanced skills for the Alexander Method, the tuning fork modality. Yeah, so you were just super hungry. Yeah. After, you got, after you dipped in, you were like, I need more. Yeah. I want more. It was just it was one of those seamless things like yes. and then the studio came like out of nowhere yeah, how did that it was come? like yeah. everything that this is all 2021 oh same year yeah all Whoa. that one year yeah. well that's awesome yeah, yeah. If that's not divine yeah, yeah. Yes. sure yes that's yeah. wild isn't it wild how that happened like it's mm -hmm. like domino 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 yeah. and it, but it's not really like you're pushing it it's just yes. coming in yeah. but the universe just uh -huh. says well this is you're on the right path now so now i can yeah. you're in alignment you yeah. yes yeah. Yeah, let yes. me let me put something else in your way yes, yes. and yeah. then i opened the studio and then you know <laughs> all the little obstacles yeah. got thrown in the on the trail but that's okay it mm -hmm. is okay yeah no, <laughs> we've definitely had ours and and the more and more that you go through them tribulations the more it makes sense why you had to yes. once you're out of it of course right. yeah, yeah. When you're, you're like get the, what the yeah fuck? but then you get through it and you're like oh i had to learn this yes. from that for so. sure or i would have never been prepared yeah. for yeah. this yeah and like it would like it is all in divine timing but it, it truly is and all in divine timing mm -hmm. like they will not you can ask for certain things obviously and that's your end game point, but they need you to go through this so you're ready for your end game Absolutely. point. Because yeah. you can't, who you are right now isn't there yet for your end game point. Absolutely. They need you to grow so you can be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not just enough to want it. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I mean, that's a good first step, yes. you know? But <laughs> right. It's not enough. It's not like enough. establish, yeah. um, then take action. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you think, can't just wish it into yes. existence. You have to align. I yeah. think that's a lot of misconception. It is, um, and people get frustrated. Yes. You know? Yeah. There's How come steps. the stuff on my vision board didn't come through? <laughs> well, did you actually put yourself out there yeah. to make these things happen? Probably not. Right. So, yeah. That's, or it's not in alignment with you yet. Yeah. It yeah. could yeah. be a few years before you get to that point. Yeah. And, and then uh, all of a sudden, here it is. Yeah. What's that quote? That true wisdom comes from humility, I think, is, is what I'd heard before. And that's so true, like when you talk to healers and mm -hmm. stuff, especially people like you that have been healing people, like when they tell their stories, for one, they're humble, very mm -hmm. humble. And also, they've been through quite a bit of tribulations, and there's a lot mm -hmm. of learning in those. Mm -hmm. and I think that's, for one, that's the wisdom that comes with the humility, but I think that's really special because these people like yourself were able to get through whatever kind of bullshit was in your way so powerfully that you can use that to heal other people yeah. in the process and that's really powerful yeah and it's never ending you're never <laughs> like you're never done like, you know because <laughs> you're we were actually talking about that today that life is always a healing journey but in one aspect how that can feel overwhelming and in another aspect how enlightening um the journey is but also because you're always experiencing new shit yes like how could it not be right. like you know like you're always going to experience all these emotions for the rest of your life yep. and you're going to have people come in you're going to have people go out you're going to buy a home you're going to sell a home you're going to buy a car sell a car like this is just how life works yep. so you're going to experience new happiness as well as you're going to experience other things yep. um Obviously, as you grow, probably maybe a little less traumatic, 
than maybe your 18-year-old self felt, yes. <laughs> right? Like we look back and we're healing traumas from teenage years and they're so deep because you felt so deep then. Yeah, you didn't know how to handle it. You didn't yourself. know yes. how to handle it yet. Because the threats, yeah. certain threats, like we talk about this a lot, the more you grow like wisdom and strength in every aspect of your being, the less threats there really are because you know someone's bad energy could have really affected you before you're doing uh, right. but now that you know how to handle yourself they're not even a threat at all so exactly. there's no anxiety there's no yeah yeah when you're more in your own yeah. inner self yeah. and not so worried about other people and what they think of you yes. and yeah. what they're doing you know let them do it or taking <laughs> on their drama yeah. like these things when you're a teenager or even young 20s um maybe some people are better than i was but definitely teenage and young 20 years you took especially being an empath and like naturally feeling like that um you take on a lot of others but you didn't know how to identify that right like Absolutely. you were like oh i just like people might call you dramatic or you were too attached or like all these things but you just felt deeper yeah. than maybe other people would allow themselves to feel. You just naturally could. So these things were so traumatic and right. then you sheltered them and held them in your body because you didn't know how else to hold, what to yeah. do with it. Right. Like now though, on your journey and all your growth and all your healing, you know like, I can let this go easier. Yes. And I have the tools in my tool belt yep. to do it. Yeah. And or not let it back. Yeah, and not right. let it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I know other really awesome people that could help me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's it's guiding you. Mm -hmm. Like you have the power. We all have the power within us. Yeah. Um, not one person. I think people want that instant gratification. Like fix me. Like mm -hmm. no, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have to do the work. Yeah. And there's more baggage than you think. Right. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, trauma comes from past lives if you believe in that yeah I do yeah. Um, childhood I mean it comes from deep deep old sources yeah. and when we don't deal with them uh, it's a root cause for a lot of disease and illness today yeah, true. Um, it manifests in our physical body yes. so again it's going to certified um, educated people that could just kind of help get rid of that stuff that you might not even know is there or mm -hmm. again you come in and you're ready to release it and maybe subconsciously you don't know um but it just yeah it's in there yeah it's in there and then it, it goes away and then we say it's like peeling back an onion yeah and something once you get rid of that layer something else comes in and it's like hi i'm here good to meet you um so again it's never really done unfortunately but it just but the work is never when your energy is able to flow properly because all these blocks are clear then you feel lighter you feel better physically yeah. you feel energized like pure energy mm -hmm. um, and less stress um, that's you know a lot of people have this sympathetic dominance and that's where the anxiety comes from and the stress and your body literally gets addicted to those horn those chemicals that are produced when you're stressed yeah. and then that's all you know is when you're at that like yeah. fight or f fight yeah. or flight mode and you try to recreate that even yeah. though it's horrible for you and you know like but you're addicted. you don't know any different yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you don't and i can validate that because for a long time i mean i still usually get triggered but mm -hmm. i'm able to um calm myself way like growing up i've gotten like i had bad anxiety for maybe many reasons right like 
a lot of what I ate was like mm, sugar, yeah. honey buns, right. pop tarts. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like this was my diet um, yes. <laughs> and not my mother's choice, but my taste buds choice, yes. right? Like my mom, it obviously tried to, you know, be a mother and take care of us and feed us the right food. But my taste buds were not there. And the option to eat unhealthy was there as snacks, but I obviously used it as mainstream. Anyway, so <laughs> there was a lot of things that probably contributed to me having anxiety attacks often and having anxiety and um, anxiousness in general. And like now, later in life, when you become more aligned and you are more clear, mm -hmm. it's easy to detect it quicker. Yeah. And you could get rid of it quicker. Yeah. That's a, yeah, you could simmer it. Yes. And then not push it, but yes. let it out. <laughs> right. What do they say? Uh, respond rather than react. Yeah. Drive it backwards. Or, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like clear, think of the source. Yes. Think, is this, and then there's also, is this mine now? Is this mine, yeah. Or, huge. yeah, it's huge. Uh, or is this past me's yes. response? Like, to do that is obviously a really great meditative practice so that you can be present enough. Um, but, yeah, is this, is this old me and how old me mm -hmm. responded? I should probably kick her to the road because, yeah, that, that's not who I am. Right, <laughs> yeah. You said something a minute ago, like sympathetic response or yeah. what was that term so the so we have a system it's autonomic nervous system and there's two factors to that it's the sympathetic and the parasympathetic so when it comes to that balance is key right is having both in balance um, parasympathetic is more the rest and digest so if you're parasympathetic dominant that's more like um, depression, fatigue, uh, weight gain, dizziness, low blood pressure, things like that. So you're more just like, you know, have no energy, you're laying around, you're sad, you're depressed. Um, sympathetic dominance is more of the like anxiety, panic attacks, um, digestive problems, heart disease, things like that. So balancing the two is uh, very important and and sound healing and being able to do that. And there are different techniques <clears throat> for being able to do that um, based on whatever that person has going on. So so does it work frequency wise? Like the anxiety and stuff is a high and then the yeah. depressed is a low. Is that how that actually works? Or? It can, yes. Um, okay. And targeting specific areas, again, I, I'm a huge proponent of the tuning forks. So um, we have a, a nerve called the vagus nerve. Yeah. Um, that's a big one for targeting if, if somebody has sympathetic dominance. Nor normally their vagus nerve is like on just high overactivity mm. um, and I can target that area with specific frequency, tuning forks to kind of let that reset. Resetting the vagus nerve is a huge thing. There's a ton of like YouTube videos out there you could do yourself. Um, huh. I think it's kind of like a tapping thing or something like That's that. That's the one that connects to the gut, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah it starts yes. at the brain stem, connects to your gut. So it's like, I think it's the largest nerve in our body. It's a big one. <laughs> yeah, like they talk about the gut is like the second brain mm -hmm. or the third brain or whatever, and it connects directly. I've even, I remember reading one time, and so I think it was a gut microbiome book, that um, responses from your gut only go back to your brain like there's something about there's no signal back one like, way yes yeah. it's a one way this decides for your brain a lot yeah 
And Which that's our amazing. intuition. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that that solar plexus, that yes. uh, that golden energy. Okay, speaking of golden energy, like some people see auras mm-hmm. um, or can see colors on people. Can you see vibrations? So or feel them? Um, what's becoming more and more prominent in me as I continue to do this work um, when I do the Alexander method. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have, a, it's called a biomagnetic field. It's our aura, um, your energetic fields. There's tons of different terms for it. It can go five feet on either side of us. So like <clears throat> when you kind of go up to somebody or get mm-hmm. semi-close, you could feel like their frequency, their vibe. Yeah. Um, so what I can do in the Alexander method is clear that because we literally get energetic debris caught in there. Ah. Kind of like we were talking about before. Sometimes it's other people's stuff. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's energy from childhood, past life trauma. So when I'm using my tuning forks to clear that, it literally feels like a membrane. Like I could feel it. And I can kind of see, like, when I get stuck or kind of see the energy as I'm moving it out. Whoa. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that's wild. That is Sometimes, like... I like start to sweat like it's hard <laughs> like I'm using both hands trying to get it out if oh, it's man. really stuck energy you're like, they're very heavy you know, oh like, that's wild so it has energetic weight yeah there's absolutely. like um so no wonder people might feel heavy or sluggish because they're actually carrying Literally. around weight absolutely so no wonder you feel lighter a right? lot of people claim that after that yeah that, that makes uh, so session sense. I had a friend um who had like just gone through a breakup Mm -hmm. and um, I don't know if she realized how much energy this person imposed on her field but Mm -hmm. like I pulled some pretty dark stuff out of her Um, heavy I don't want to say dark it could just be heavy like you know when you're with somebody you exchange energy and it's not a joke it's real Real. Um, and she left there and she's like I can't tell you how just I feel lighter. I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, you don't have to. I understand. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I literally pulled debris out of your fields. And oh. you're literally actually lighter now. That's so wild. So, like, I didn't, I've never had a personal sesh like Trenton has. But I will. I know I will. Um, I did the group setting. And there was, like, me and maybe, like, five, six other people in the room. Um, and we were all laying on yoga mats. And Jen had brought a handful of tools. I, um, what tools did you bring that day? Uh, I brought most of my instruments. So, um, and that one specifically. So I do like to keep my <coughs> groups more intimate. Uh, my studio, I max it out at 10. Because <coughs> then I could still kind of individualize the treatment. Yeah. Um, I walk around and if I'm called like, oh, Katie has something going on in her heart chakra mm-hmm. area, I could do a releasing technique. You know, obviously I can't only focus on her right. but I can you know somewhat individualize and and that session particularly um, I can't remember if it was a new moon or something we did there was some yeah it was something I about did a release releasing yeah yes. uh, like at the solar plexus using in Tibetan bowl. yes you did and yes, that's you what did. you felt I remember yeah um, but I brought crystal bowls um, my big gong I uh, used chimes uh, that Tibetan bowl and yeah the tuning forks are it's just solely for individual um that's not really something that i do with groups yeah it's very specific um but i okay so i laid there for 
first had a hard time settling into the space um, and listening. At first, you're listening for the first five minutes, and you're like, oh, this is so great. This is so relaxing. But then that goes beyond, and you find restlessness in the body because you're used to going. But then you come down in to fully relaxing, and you almost lose yourself. And I felt Jen come over me, and I've had, like, solar plexus stuff before. And so I knew, like, there was probably something there as well. Um, and when she did it, I could feel feel her over top of my belly inside my belly though mm -hmm. and then I left there and it was a short drive home and I remember feeling like I had two glasses of wine <laughs> like I felt so tipsy and maybe equivalent to an, um, a small high um, off of just sound that mm -hmm. was wild because that was my first experience ever um, with sound healing and I remember driving and thinking oh my God, I feel so good, but I feel like I'm in air. Yeah. Like I feel like there's air under me, above, like obviously there is, but I felt like I was floating, mm -hmm. floating like two glasses of wine. You feel like you're floating. Right. Um, and I was driving home and I was just like, this is wild. I went home, talked to Trenton, and he was, I was like so energetically at peace. Mm -hmm. Not so many thoughts running across my forehead like they usually do, and I felt good. I felt really good, and then next morning, I had a little bit of a purge, and I had memories recalled when I was purging, and I took a good bath. I have, I have not. I always shower. I haven't taken a bath since I was a child, <laughs> but I felt called to be, like take a bath, and obviously put the special herbs and stuff in it, and I did it, and I felt amazing. Mm -hmm. I felt so much lighter after that. Yeah, she was in a lot um, better mood. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was in a way better And that was in a group setting. So, yeah. like, it's wild what um, you feel called to that person to do for them and how much this stuff works and how quickly it works. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be in a meditation for it to work. You yeah. just lay there and close your eyes. Yeah. That's it. I know, like, when I did the personal one with you, which Kate set me up for right after she did the group one with you. Because he had to experience yeah. it, too. She's I'm like, like, you have to. You have <laughs> if to I this. experience one thing, I want Trenton to experience yeah. <laughs> and vice versa. Like, if he experiences some, like, sound healing or modality or something, then he wants me to experience mm -hmm. it. So we try to stay level, I guess. And so I was like, Trenton, you got to experience <laughs> it. But he went. It, it was well worth it, though. I really yeah. liked the gong because I had a hard time settling in that day, too. And then... I mean, it's very easy to settle into your space. Your space is awesome. But mm -hmm. just my mind was so, that was right before we were getting ready to open the studio. It was right before Christmas. It was, there was a lot of mm -hmm. shit going on. Sure. And with my job, like just, just so much. And so I had so much weight I was holding on to. And my head was like just spinning like a, like a rat in a cage, like on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a horrible headspace. And like within maybe 10, 15 minutes, um, you would you started hitting the gong, I think is what it was, and just that sound like almost stopped my thoughts like dead in their tracks and was like, shut up, Trent, and just fucking enjoy this, <laughs> and I yeah, did, and yeah. then after that it was like it everything just felt amazing. I think I almost fell asleep a couple of times, like yeah. just maybe it was the theta yeah. brainwave. Just I ah, felt really deep it. and quiet, and yeah. it, it felt really great. The like gong really goes deep. If, yeah. <laughs> if, if I can't get somebody with something else, that one never fails. That, that one makes sense. It. Yeah. That makes sense. That definitely did. And, you know, even though you felt like, you know, I, not that you didn't feel like you did it right or that yeah. your mind was still racing, yeah. like, yeah. 
that's just where you were and that's okay, you know, and you were able to finally get there and yeah. hopefully release a little bit of that, but definitely you know, did. Yeah, no, I felt really no matter good. what, I mean, yeah. that's a lot of stuff for any one person to like yeah. go through at one time. I well, know. that's why we all need special people like you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 for sure. Yes. Um, is there anything else you would like to share? Yeah, you have you have a good bit of stuff over I there. I know. I feel like uh, we could talk forever, but um, we'll have you back on. Yes. We'll have another so, episode. So I, we covered. I have a studio in Cannonsburg mm -hmm. um, where I do individual and group sessions. Um, but starting tomorrow, actually, I am also going to be like the sound therapy person at Nemecolon Resort. So big, which is kind of so huge. Big. Yes. Pretty excited about that. Yes. Um, and that's that's basically it. I'm the, at the end of this year, I'm gonna get my master's certification for the Alexander method. Oh, so nice, nice. Um, I'll be only in the second class of masters. There's only she just had her first one this past fall. Oh, that's big. This fall, yeah, I'll get my masters and I'll be a certified teacher as well. So oh. I'll be able to do like past life regressions and Ooh. healing Whoa. ancestral and yeah. DNA blocks. And yeah, people. that's big because that's a lot big. of us don't know we carry those things. You we did know. a shamanic journey one mm -hmm. time, and it's like you. For one, we're not taught that way in our culture anymore. No. It's like it's almost taboo to talk and about stuff. Yeah. And weird and like yeah, like even when you mm -hmm. said earlier, like I believe in that. We do too. But most people are like, eh, it's kind of yeah. weird. But it's but they'll it's real they and it's honest. Like an animal in a past life. But they don't yeah. believe they were. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? They're like, oh, maybe I was a butterfly. But you don't believe you let. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but go ahead, Trey. Well, that's kind of just what I was going to say. Like, I, I think that's really cool, the ancestral thing. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people need that yeah. more than they know they do. And I feel like you almost need to fix that before you can really fix like this current huge. life traumas. Yeah. So huge. And a lot of us, I believe in this current place where we are in the world, a lot of people are here to do exactly that as we're healing yeah. the lineage. Yeah. Our ancestors are like up there, like rooting us on. Mm -hmm. And I know we've talked about your experience and I've done it semi recently and it's not fun. Like it is a lot to it's put on somebody. Fun. But once you get through it, it's like, wow, yeah. that, like, like I, yeah. I let that go. It's freeing as anything could ever be. It really like a, is. Like a crazy question here. So sure. um, we've been kind of awakened and enlightened to this as we like tune into our spirituality. Um, but we've heard this from a lot of healers that have been on the journey for a while. Do you feel like there's a sort of spiritual war going on? Absolutely. Right yeah. It's huge. We've like we were talking right now and it's only going to become more prevalent you'll yeah. see which side people are on is there's no for, middle ground yeah is there is it for freedom of spirituality like what is the what's I, the win-lose i believe this? that this this planet has been overtaken by darkness yeah. for centuries yeah for centuries and whatever you believe um there are benevolent beings who don't want to see this planet be destroyed and that's the direction that it was going. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that have, you know, the whole 2012 thing, they claimed it was the end of the world. Yeah. It was the end of that world. Ah. Oh, end of the cycle. Yeah. Because what they could see, they could manipulate timelines. And then when it came to 2012, there was no more manipulation. It was going one way, and that is the spiritual awakening, people awakening, 
um, that's wild to themselves to yeah. you know these spiritual concepts and not everybody's gonna go that path yeah. no um which is a hard thing pill to swallow mm-hmm. you know um yeah it's seeing also people hard go sell. the other way yeah, it's hard to convince people who are completely unawakened. They don't but want to wake up. No, and they're not going to. Yeah, but almost you see it in their eyes, right? Like you can tell, even though their words might say others, like they, you can tell they, they've thought and they've processed, but maybe it's their line of, I draw a line because I'm scared. I don't Fear know. is huge. Right. The unknown. Um, brainwashing is a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very real thing, and it's a hard it thing to break out of. It's it's a spell. Yeah. When you have children too, so I'm sure that you've seen it. Like I like we've it. watched oh, over the last. Well, you know, we have six five and, and almost one and a half. But like we've just watching cartoons or TV shows with them. Like yes. it is obvious. Yes. The Ones that we watch too, like yeah. as children. And I'm yeah, like, like re-watching whoa. Movies. Like, yeah. wow, do you, can you believe what they instilled in us as yes. children? Like there's certain movies that I remember, Disney movies in particular, that like I watched dozens of times as a, as a child and then rewatching it with our kids. Like, oh, can't watch that. Yeah, Sorry, right. I just realized but, the plot right. of this. Yeah. Our parents right. did the same thing and we just didn't know when we were younger. Like, mm-hmm. my mom and dad would be like, nah, you're not watching that. And they just wouldn't let us. But as a child, you're like, well, my friends watch that. Right. Why can't yeah. I watch that? But they'd be like, nah, watch something else. Yeah. Because they knew. They saw mm-hmm. it. They were like, ah, nah. Yes. And they would just say too young yeah. to keep well, us out kids of it. don't. They have yeah, no idea. Yeah. And it's hard to be that, like, the parent in that regard because they don't understand they think you're just being mean and it's yeah like, and even now I say things and my kids are like roll their eyes and I'm <laughs> crazy and I don't know what I'm talking about and it's like someday you're gonna you're thank gonna me know. I swear yes. and I know my parents did the same thing and yep. your parents and we all do that as as you know I thought my parents would never let me watch Tom and Jerry. That was like the <laughs> one that it was like became a forbidden fruit so I wanted to watch sure. it. Sure. Right. And, but I can see now why, mm-hmm. like, watch because I think I watched Tom and Jerry like three years ago. I just turned it on real quick because it happened to be on a station that we had on one of the things, and was like, "Well, thank you for not letting me watch yeah. that because that really is kind of yeah. it was just it's just a messed up show." Messed up. There's some, yeah. <laughs> and there's so many. Um, well, I think like we have so many questions, but I know we've been talking now for a minute, so I'm like. I want to keep it digestible and because there's so much information like mm-hmm. definitely play back this bring it break out a notepad and yeah. write it down and anything that sounds interesting look it up but I'll caution you to be careful which search browser you use yeah, <laughs> yeah. some of this information yeah. is we talk about uh, taboo and yeah. you're not supposed to know about it and uh, you know I'm not supposed to be doing what I'm doing um, well, we think you definitely are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Um, um, but yeah, if, if anything, you know, strikes a chord. I have some blog posts on my site with you know, basic history of sound healing, more on the Solvigio frequencies, and um, I'm gonna eventually, once I digest all this data, if anybody's a science nerd like I am, it'll be on my website eventually. So. What is your website? Let's get that uh, right now. So it's a Yang, Y-A-N-G, Yin, Y-I-N, health.com. And I'll, I'll go ahead and link that in and the And all my social media too. is that same as well. Social media is the yeah. same thing. I'm okay. not huge on social media. I'm not going to lie, yeah. but yeah. So there's do some do, stuff on there. You do blogs, though, pretty often? or how do uh, you? I did for a while. It was yeah. like a burst, and then yeah. I've kind of stopped. But if, if it comes back around and 
So the best thing to do is just meet her in person. And call yes. her. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, she's... Definitely. Uh, there's, I, you can tell there's a lot more wisdom in there. And so we will have you back on at some point, hopefully yes. soon. Oh, thank could, you. I appreciate yes. it. <laughs> and definitely, uh, like we said in the beginning, too, on January 29th, um, Jen's going to be back in here for the Yoga Open and Restore, um, playing her awesome instruments and really just really revitalizing and healing everybody at the level that she's described and then also at, a, at another meditative level, mixing all the smells and the sense of yoga mm -hmm. in the yoga position. So it'll be, it'll be extra restorative and extra awesome. <laughs> so um, that link, by the time this podcast gets released, we'll have a, a link and everything set up for that for, for signups. Um, so what's next for you besides the master training in the Alexander Method? That's the big one for this year. Yeah. It's kind of a lot, you know, it, it's, there's prep involved, like, till I get to that point in the fall or actually go on site and do the hands-on. Um, and uh, I hope to continue, I know we're going to continue more of this research, so I just have my own data, you know. Yeah. Again, there's stuff out there, but I can't help but want to experience and understand what I'm doing for yeah. myself, and especially because... You know, I have my own signature sound, and yeah, everybody right. else has their own, so. What's, like, the next big study that you want to do? Like, next time you get a chance to do that, what, what are your intentions on that study? I want to do more with the tuning fork method. Yeah. Um, my teacher, Lisa Alexander, she's done a lot. She yeah. has a lot of brain scans. She has a book coming out in the spring as well. Oh, awesome. Um, so a lot of that will be in there. Um, not all of it because you know people have short attention spans and they don't of course <laughs> really care about the science but that's in there but i'd also like to see and it's all it's a nice confirmation for myself like yeah. okay i'm moving this energetic block out of somebody what does that mean like what what happens to their physiology once that's happening yeah. um so just it's more of like a personal confirmation yeah. Yeah. where she has you know a lot of the other Validating. data and mm -hmm. you know on the on the modality as a whole now have you had a chance people normally when they get cancer or they have a disease that's life-threatening they're normally too afraid to go a holistic route because um, that's what we've all been taught is that it won't work and, and whatever bullshit have you had the opportunity to work with somebody who was in that stage or in that state I have a few people that's um, awesome. that's unfortunately not consistently yeah. not because of anything bad yeah. um, not consistently, but yeah. uh, one of my first clients uh, was had just like gone through, had half of her uterus removed, mm -hmm. was going into treatment and Whoa. full hysterectomy. Um, so taking away the whole lady yeah. part, that's a lot. So I did a treatment on her before all of that. Um, and what happened, and I didn't understand at the time, she was one of my first clients I've ever done this tuning fork modality on. She's a friend of mine who lives on the West Coast, and she was like getting on the airplane. She's like, I don't know, you know, I just want to let you know, like I was shaking the whole time. She was joking. She's like, TSA probably thought I had like a kilo in my backpack or something, because I was like shaking. And, they, and so I asked my teacher, I'm like, what is that? Did I, did I like hurt her? Uh -huh. Like what happened? Because yeah. I, I don't see her all the time. Yeah. This was like my shot, like I gave it my all. Yeah. I was like envisioning my tuning forks like blasting cancer cells out of her, you know, like oh, doing yeah. this whole like Huge intention thing. Yeah, like, yeah a lot of intention. I got this one shot. And she said that 
she was releasing some past life trauma. Oh, yeah. And there was some really bad stuff that happened in past life related to that area, and that's kind of, and I don't want to say it's the cause of that, because I have no proof, but it correlates, right? Yeah. And so she was just, that's what the shaking was, like releasing that energy. So now when I have people in and they're shaking and moving at first, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but that is, people release that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like somatic release. Like they're literally releasing yeah. energy by shaking. Who is it that someone talks about A shivering or method. tremoring yeah. before yeah. releasing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Who is that? Do you remember that um, book? That it was, was actually in... When I was pregnant with Rosalia, I really got into like a bunch of pregnancy stuff. And there was, um, it's called like the Meditative Mama or so- something like that. And I got off Amazon, like a late night order. <laughs> and um, she talked about shaking. And she talked about the shaking modality, using it in pregnancy, and like when you're working out and when you are shaking and fatiguing that area of your body you're releasing energetically and now i preach yeah. that in my classes like yeah. when we're in a bar class and i see people like holy shit <laughs> like you know like they're they're out and i'm like i'm shaking too because you can mm-hmm. sense they're shaking you know and you're like so then you're like that shaking is you getting stronger and you releasing sure let mm-hmm. your body shake it out yep. like she would intentionally shake every day that woman that wrote that book oh, yeah. um she would just intentionally get in these positions where she would shake um but I, farther than that i don't know anything else about it but that's yeah. that's what she wrote in the book and um then again she did it in pregnancy and she felt like it helped her yeah we'll figure um, out what book that was too and we'll add that in the show yeah. notes I'm just curious, I believe this, but do you think if you'd had the opportunity to work with her from kind of the beginning stages of what was going on with her, do you think that you could have healed her before the full hysterectomy and that whole thing? I I mean, that's what I believe. And I know others who are practitioners of this modality have worked with people consistently and they have had positive results. Is that the cause? Not sure, can't really prove it. But you can't help but deny uh-huh. it, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we definitely believe, Kayla and I both, that we're all, we're 99.99 whatever percent energy, and we're just barely a little bit of matter. Yep. And so that matter is dramatically influenced by energy, which is frequency, which is how you heal specifically with sound. And so why the fuck couldn't it work? Yeah. There's, there's absolutely, there's point oh, 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 like forever, and then a 1% reason why it wouldn't work. Right. So. And then we always go to it wouldn't work. And you're yeah. like, but wait, there's 99%. Like, yeah. that's why, like, now we hear something from someone in it. You always find out new stuff in healing. There's mm-hmm. always a new route. And so we get so thirsty for it. But um, you hear something new and you're like, wow, that's wild. And you're like, but I mean, everything's wild at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> why couldn't it? Like, yeah. why couldn't it? Like, it it only can't if we say it can't. Yeah, so that is a huge, you know, doubt is Mm -hmm. a huge uh, factor. As you know, nutrition, exercise, all of that stuff is not just one thing. It's a combination of all of that. It's like complete wellness is not just one thing. It's Mm -hmm. not. Yeah, like you can drink all the smoothies and eat all the liver and work out every single day and still develop cancer or diseases yeah. because there's more to the picture. Yeah. And that's the energy and the frequency. That's yes. that's a huge, it's probably the biggest part of that picture, honestly. And Root we cause. all just are taught nutrition and yeah. and fitness, which is important, but not nearly as important as taking care of 
your you, mental so. and your energetic yeah. health. Yeah. That's something huge. like people want to preach mental health, which yes, 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 mental health is huge. It's huge. But what about energetic health? Like, right? Like we kind of miss that gap. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what about if, if we're average energy and everything is energy, why aren't we taking care of our energy? Right. Um, but yeah, I, now I want to go take a sound bath. Now I'm like, <laughs> all right, I think I could rest and restore yeah. and be cleansed. Do, do you have any advice for anybody that comes in for a sound bath, like for preparation? I know you mentioned hydration earlier yeah. on the show. Just open mind. Open mind and hydration. Come that's in there, easy. like, and then I haven't really encountered that at all, you know, um, and that's what I feel like I've called in. Is, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a slower process. Um, getting the right people getting people yes. who are called to the work because yeah. otherwise it's, it's not going to work it's the mental doubt and blocks if, if you have those then there's nothing I can do there's nothing my sounds and instruments can do if you're like no I don't believe in this and try no there, there's nothing I can do so so stay open stay open hydrate be hydrated and of course if someone signs up then more than likely they're at least open enough for to, sure. to try. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they don't understand it. I have a lot of people, and I, I could see when I start to talk or I get too much into the science, their eyes glaze over, and I'm like, okay, I, I back off. You know? <laughs> right. Some people don't yeah. care. They don't need to know, and that's fine. It's, they just know. need to know it works. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that makes me feel relaxed. Okay. Cool. There's yeah. a lot more going on, but yeah, I, but that's I, it. good for you. I for sure next time we want to talk, because I want to talk about this today. For sure, want to talk about like chakras and energy centers with frequencies and EMFs too. How you feel about oh, that? Oh, so, yeah, good topic. Yeah, yeah those EMF. Will be, that'll like fill a whole mm-hmm. episode. Those yeah, yeah, I know. I'm thinking yeah, about that too. Especially in today's world, for yeah. sure. That's yeah. stuff I definitely want to talk good about. Good point. That'll be a good one. But so, again, Jen Lucas, you can find her at yangyinhealth.com. Um, so check her out. You can also find her in downtown Cannonsburg. What's the name of the street that that is? Right uh, there? Pike Street. On Pike right Street, right across in from the post office. There you go. You can find her right there. Also find her on Instagram. Um, and she is local here to the studio. She'll be in the studio on the 29th. And um, it was really awesome talking yeah, to you Yeah, thank you for coming in, Jen. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. I'm glad you came in and said yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, happy to help. Um, all right. Is there anything you want to add before we close her up? I don't think so. I think a final yeah. statement, maybe a final statement. Yeah, if you could give the listeners <laughs> the one final statement to close it out, what's the first thing that comes to your brain? Sound is the future of medicine. Woo! Boom. Boom. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>